You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. We've got some good news. Our productivity is on the rise. It's one of those debates we've had for years, of course, how to be more productive. It's up 2.2% for the year ended March 2022. This is the highest it's been in over a decade. Uh, there was also a 1.2% rise in the multi-factor productivity, showing that we're moving towards utilising technology and data more. Managing Director at Iron Duke Partners, Phil O'Reilly, is with us on this. Phil, morning to you. Morning, Mike. So is this material, I mean, do you see 2.2% or 1.2% in the workplace, or is it just a stat on a bit of paper? What I think what's happening is it's a bit, a bit impacted by COVID, as a matter of fact. So that, that year that's being talked about by the statisticians was the year of the Auckland lockdown and of the, <clears throat> and of the Delta lockdown, right? Mm. So what you're seeing during that time, a lot of the lower productivity jobs in the economy, good jobs, and I'm criticizing them, but they're lower productivity, jobs like retail, uh, hospitality, tourism jobs actually weren't being done. They were sitting at home. So the jobs that were being done in the economy were the more productive ones, you know, accounting and so people could work from home, logistics and so on. So I suspect there's quite a big impact there of of that. Of that. So I'd love to see a situation next year where that productivity gain is held on to, but I doubt it. I don't see anything going on in the economy. So what you've just given me is good and bad news. So the, 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 yeah. good, the good news is that, well, there is no good news. We're not as productive as we thought we were. So, so, that, well, the, so we've gone nowhere. There is some good news on the multi-factor thing. That's actually the better one where... You know, that's that's the one I watch it quite a lot, actually, because we, the problem we've got in New Zealand <clears throat> is that we don't use technology well, and that's a bunch of reasons for that. We're small businesses. The kind of industries that we're in aren't, don't often lend themselves to big technology like defence or pharmaceuticals. Mm. So the fact that that multi-factor productivity number went north, now that was exciting to me because that suggests... We're using digital technology, more Zoom and, and Teams and all that sort of stuff, just one of those. Right, so there so are people out there data. deliberately looking to improve their productivity <clears throat> and achieving success. Absolutely, and what's what's driving that as much as anything else, of course, is the lack of labour. You know, you just can't find staff, so people are having to invest over time in technology, whether they like it or not. Now, that's actually a good thing for our economy overall, because those labour shortages, they're going to stay, stick around for a long, long time. Now, some of that's structural, so... Business is going to have no choice but to invest in digital and data. So worry less about the labour productivity number because I think that's noise around uh, COVID. The, the multi-factor productivity number, that's a number that I thought, gee, that's, that's showing something and, and maybe that okay. goes north. I was, doing the, I was doing the school run the other day and I was listening to a caller in the afternoon show from a bloke who seemed to know what he was talking about and he was arguing, generally speaking, we're not a country that should be obsessed with productivity improvement because there aren't enough jobs and industries because you're talking tech. We're not a high-tech country, therefore you can never expect that much productivity improvement. Is that fair or not? We'll always be lower productivity than someone like France because France makes nuclear reactors and stuff and we're never going to do that, right? So the, the, he's right to some extent. But the fact is that technology these days can be used everywhere. Uh, and even small businesses can start to use technology, things like websites and so on, uh, the infrastructure of one sort or another, uh, in order to, and, and increasingly, by the way, chat GPT and AI and all that sort of stuff, yeah. in order to become more productive. So the nature of technology these days means that more businesses will be able to use it and more businesses will be able to become productive. And in, so, in essence, Mike, we shouldn't let ourselves off by saying we can't be productive, we can and we must. Okay. Do you worry, there's an open letter this morning from Elon Musk and saying we're, we're in deep trouble with this GPT thing and we need to pause on this to get some rules around it. Do you agree with that concept? There's a lot of, there's, yeah, well, there's a lot of rules making going on at places like the OECD and elsewhere in Paris to say that technology is good, but it does need some rules. It does need to make, we need, we need to, to turn it to human endeavour 
rather than have it dominate. So these things are always a bit a bit uh, horse and cart, Mike. You know, you get a new technology and the regulators rush after it and try and put some rules around it. Yeah. So I'm reasonably comfortable that that's going on, certainly from what I'm seeing around the world. But, uh, you know, and, and of course, Musk is competing with it. So, of course, he's, of course he's going to say it's a danger and, and uh, worrisome. But, of course, we need to create rules. I know around the world they are trying to do some of that right now. Will it be enough? Who knows? But uh, I think we should stop technology by saying, oh, let, let's create some rules before this new technology comes along. Well, that's, that's never going to work. We need to let the technology happen and then work out how we create some rules. Good stuff, Phil. Appreciate your expertise as always. Phil O'Reilly, Managing Director at Iron Duke Partners. It's- For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.